Kel? Yay. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's lunchtime! With Ace and Co. We are back this week. Co is here. I am here. Everybody <laughs> is here. And all is well in the world. Yes. Oh. How did you guys you? miss us? Oh. I bet you did. <laughs> did you miss us? Oh, so much. One, one week off. It was actually my fault. Um... I really wanted to get a co-host and it's a really hard person to replace. <laughs> I'm I'm more replaceable than Ace because I'm not as funny. So when you go to try to replace Ace Manning, it's just hard. It's just really hard. So we took a week off oh and God. Ace moved into his new house. Exciting. It's very exciting. I'm so yeah. happy to finally be in it. And I was like, it was so scary because at the end, like... We had to sign papers and mm-hmm. we signed them all and it was all easy. And then they called us and they're like, oh, oh, sorry. All the papers had the wrong date on it. And I was like, oh. cool. <laughs> and I was like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> We're going to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so scary. But you made it through and congratulations. Thank you. Now you need to come over and see it. I can't wait. Well, now that there's not the, you know, the, the moving issue where you don't allow people to help you move. Um, yes. <laughs> then I'm free and clear to come over. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited. Thank you. Oh my God. So what are you having for lunch today? So true story. I am having a beer for lunch today. <laughs> I'm having a beer. How about you? Honey? <laughs> Is that how you stay so skinny? Uh, maybe. <laughs> or... Like I don't eat. I just drink. I just drink. It's <laughs> the liquid diet. Really? <laughs> Oh I am. God. I'm having a, a Kona Longboard Island Lager for lunch today. Ooh. It's very fancy. Very fancy. How about you? What are you eating? I am having a cheeseburger, but more exciting than the cheeseburger mm-hmm. is that I got to have it with a bunch of my photographer friends from Yay. our Yen and Yang group. And it was just so fun to see everybody and talk to everybody and catch up. And this time of year, it's like, you just kind of need that. Like you need that refresher mm-hmm. of like, you get it. Like you get mm-hmm. why I'm such a piece of shit friend this time of year. And like <laughs> A horrible parent and friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to be able to just ignore all of our friends and kids and stuff even more and get right. together and talk about it. <laughs> exactly. But it is so, it is true. Um, the community aspect, we talk about it so much. Um, I just hosted uh, a shootout on Sunday and then Ace and I hosted a super fun kickball outing, shindig, uh, locally here in Phoenix on Saturday. That was super fun. And it is the busy season for most people. So it was super cool to have such a big turnout. Um, And it's true because most of us have people in our lives, whether it's family or partner or spouse or whatever, that doesn't really get you know, the creative life and even more so the business side of the creative life. So, uh, community is super important, um, especially be able to chit chat and maybe talk a little shit about, you know, the people that don't get it. (laughs) Exactly. And I would also like the record to show that, uh, at kickball, the ace holes creamed (laughs) the see you next Tuesdays and we completely kicked your ass and that's fine. You did it. No big deal. No big deal. Did (laughs) It was so much fun. It was so it fun. Was so I was so sore. I, I'm still sore. I was just going to say that I'm still sore. I have not run that fast since college, which was many, many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was so much fun. So we definitely need to do that again. Um, so don't worry, I'll be putting out another Evite. Maybe in the next few months, we'll rent the field again and go out because that was a blast. That was a lot of fun. Yes. So let's talk about our in the shitter and golden turd moments of the week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you so, want to go first? Yeah. I I had a moment. I had a very emotional moment yesterday. So and and it's good and bad. It's bittersweet. But this is my in the shitter because I had a moment with my son who is five where I looked at him, he was standing in the doorway and he just said the most grown up thing to me. And I looked at him and I realized that my sweet little angel baby is growing up and he's my youngest. So I just sat there and he probably thought I was crazy, but I sat there and I stared at him and I started crying and I was like, I can't believe how fast this is all going by. And he just looked so big. He looked so big. He like, in my mind, he was leaving to go off to college. Like I was just seeing him with like, Instead of his little Batman backpack, I was seeing him like get in a truck or something and drive away. Like it was so sad. <laughs> it was like my sweet boy. But so that was my, it was a rough couple hours. <laughs> um, but then uh, my golden turd this week uh, at Unraveled Academy, uh, we are hosting a huge giveaway and it's been really, really amazing. Um, lots of new, beautiful faces inside the Academy. And what we get to give away uh, has been we, this is the second time that we get to do it. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. And you get to be a part of it this time, which I'm so excited. Um, we are giving away a seat to our unraveled retreat, um, which Ace and I will both be teaching at, um, with some other amazing people. And we gave a seat away last year and the woman who won, Sarah and I put her story together today. Cause she's going to be featured on our blog. And it just, so many tears like wait till you see it is the the whole experience is is on another level of being able to give something so big away that will change somebody's life and be impactful so that's been the best part of my week hands down so I can't I can't wait to see who wins it's me (laughs) (laughs) and the winner is Ace Fanning come on down (laughs) who's already going to be there Oh my gosh, I love you. Okay, so tell me, oh what God. is your in the shitter and your golden turd? So, as you know, we moved into our house, and when buying the house, we also decided to buy all new appliances. Mm. And I didn't realize how stupid people are, like <laughs> scheduling and everything. I'm just like, oh my God, like, you know, they're supposed to be here at 8 a.m. They ended up coming at 7.30 that night. Oh my God. The guy had a super long day and I felt bad for him and he was just so ready to go home. And he was like, all right. He's like, I started the first cycle on the washer and dryer and on the dishwasher and all this stuff. And he's like, so once it all finishes, you'll be good to go. And I was like, okay, thanks. And he left and we go back to working. And like 10 minutes later, I go back into the laundry room and there's like a ton of water oh, all no. over the floor. And I was just like, oh God. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I'm not handy. I'm not going to know what to do. So I just (laughs) immediately like call the store and I was like, Hey, like there's water everywhere. And basically what had happened is he forgot to put the drain hose and connect it. Connect it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was just something as stupid as that, I think, cause he had had a long day and I was just like, Oh my God. But I was just like, so we just got out a bunch of towels and then, you know, like you soak up water with towels and they smell like mildew after. And you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God. But I mean, that's honestly first world problems. My brand new washing machine spilled <laughs> water all over my floor. <laughs> you sounded like such an acehole just now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I've had that happen. I actually had. So my mother came to visit me a few months ago, which 
doesn't happen very often. We don't have to dig into that. That's a whole other episode. Um, and my washing machine was broken and you know, the very manly woman that I am, I was fixing it. Right. And my mom is a very nervous person and she'll, she'll try to be helpful, but she'll be like, Oh my God, Oh my God, it's leaking. It's leaking. It's leaking. Right. And that's not helpful at all. Right. And so she's doing that. I'm trying to keep my cool. I'm like, yes, I, I know. I understand. I'm trying to tighten it and try. I got the, my wrench out. I got my tools. I'm doing my thing. And she's freaking out. And finally I, I freaked out. And I had this moment where I felt really bad after. Cause I go, Oh my God, you're not helping. Get out of here. Right. <laughs> and so I understand how stressful washing machine issues can be. So you're just fine. <laughs> okay. I mean, it wasn't the end of the world, but my golden turd for this week is actually the yin and yang lunch that I was just at. It was just, it's just, like I said, and I already said this once, I'll say it again, but it's just nice having friends who understand where you're at, who understand what you're going through. And Mm -hmm. not that, I mean, this time of year is busy. It's not bad. It's not like we're all in a bad place. We're just busy. And it's, you know, we, we do suck at other areas of life and we feel guilty about that, but it's like, it's nice to just get together with people who understand you and just be like, Hey, like, I love you and I'm here with you and you know, like it's, it sounds stupid, but it's just so refreshing. No, it's so refreshing. It's so important. Uh, So lighten the mood. (laughs) Right. Here we go. What is the worst piece of advice that you've ever been given? Oh, I want you to go first on this one. So mine is it was when I was first starting out, you know, being self-employed and I just, a lot of people were just like, I think you could be more professional, you know, like (laughs) your website could be a little bit more professional and the stuff that you're sending to your clients could be a little bit more professional and your Facebook could be a little bit more professional and all this stuff. And I was just like, and I tried it for a while and it never, it never clicked. I never like felt it. And then what I, what I noticed is that when I stopped trying to be professional and when I stopped you know, trying to be something other than who I am. And it's not that there's any problem with being professional. It's just, I'm not fucking professional. And, <laughs> right. And I, as soon as I stopped trying to do that, I just felt like my entire business like took off. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, I also think that you kind of redefined the word professional because having known you for several years and been uh, mentored by you and having had the experience of working with you when you shot our family, I think you're incredibly professional. I think in a, in a different way, like you redefined it. And when we're talking about, you know, professionalism, meaning like you're offering a product and you're not only delivering that product, but you're over delivering and the whole experience was exceptional. So I think in those terms and that aspect, you're killing it. You know, so I think it's like redefining that as well and not trying to be someone else's version of that. Well, thanks, boo-boo. Got it, babe. So (laughs) my, this is so sad because I'm kind of outing my parents on this episode, but my worst piece of advice. I'm sure they're not listening. (laughs) No, no, guaranteed they're not listening. They they probably don't even know what I do with for work. Uh, (laughs) Truly. Maybe they'll hear it one day and be like, is that Colleen? And be like, nope, nope, not your daughter. Uh, did she just say fuck on the air? Oh, oh my. Um, so the worst piece of advice I've ever been given, and I remember this really, really uh, succinctly, is my father told me early in life, make a lot of money because that's the key to life. And although I didn't, you know, really take that, you know, 
to my heart, it stuck with me throughout my years of going to college and having multiple degrees and different careers and trying different aspects to try to be successful at different things. It always stuck with me that that was kind of the legacy he left for me. And he did, he did, he grew, he grew up with no money. So did my mom. And so his mission in life in, from my perception as his child was to make as much money as he possibly could, even though we were, we didn't have a lot of it growing up. Eventually he did really well for himself after I'd already left the house and stuff like that. And that was his goal. And he did that. And did he love his work? I honestly don't know. Um, that was never the point. It was just to make, to make money. And part of it I agree with because it, it's, you know, money means something different to everybody and our relationship with money is different. And to some of us, it's, it's, you know, um, financial stability is independence. Um, and that equivalates success. But, you know, I don't think that the only thing your only driving factor in life should be just to make money because you'll end up devoid of other things and happiness in your career is one of them, which we talk a lot about doing what you love and, and being authentically you in that. Um, so it's interesting how that was the worst piece of advice ever, but I didn't take it in the slightest. Um, and now I have my own take on it. So in a roundabout way, it was good advice, I guess. <laughs> I think it's, it's funny. Cause it's like, I don't think money makes anybody happier. I just think Money can make a happy person a little bit happier. <laughs> well, I will tell you that like the happiness yeah. has to be there. You can't just, you know, well, take someone who's miserable because they'll find a problem. Totally. Oh, if that's the issue, and I think this is there's multi levels to this concept because I have been with no money, and that causes a lot of stress, and it causes a lot of unhappiness, and I absolutely that that's a thing. Um, and then you can be you know doing very well and be very successful in your career and have unhappiness for other reasons, whether it's a relationship or uh, you know health. Um, there's so many different aspects, but to just hone in and be like, money will make you happy, it won't. Um, money will give you other things that can in turn increase your happiness, um, like independence and, you know, stability and financial freedom and all of those things, which, you know, we talk a lot about that in other episodes. Um, but it can't be the only factor, you know, there's so many different ones. And I think, I think honestly, happiness makes it easier to make money because when you're happy, you have, you know, it's not a dread going to work every day. Like I don't dread going to a shoot ever. I love going to shoots. I, you know, I'm in a place where a, a lot of things in my life are good and I'm happy and it's easier to make money in this situation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And your driving force behind it, if it's if it's something that you love, uh, just that authenticity alone will will improve your business, period. Um, so it's all it all comes full circle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So with that, we are going to take a quick break and we will be back and give you guys some of our favorite tips on creating quality relationships and community within your industry. Yay. Hey, have you ever posted in an online photography group just to get ripped a new one because people didn't agree with what you had to say? Or have you ever reached out to a more established photographer and crickets? The Unraveled Academy wants to change the way we learn and interact with other photographers. It's an online photography community where assholes are not welcome and everyone has a seat at the lunch table. 
The Unraveled Academy is constantly feeding its members new content and courses to keep them growing as photographers and human beings. But the real treat is that our listeners are getting one free month at Unraveled. <laughs> That's better than any carb I've ever met. All you have to do is use the promo code LUNCHTIME when you sign up at www.theunraveledacademy.com and you get one month free. That makes me want to shake my man boobies like never before. So don't forget, use the code LUNCHTIME when you sign up at www.theunraveledacademy.com and be ready to experience a whole new community. We are back and we are excited to talk to you guys about this today because we think this is something super, super important. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is all about creating quality relationships and a community within your industry. And that doesn't have to be photography. Right. I assume if you're listening to this, you are a photographer, but it doesn't have to be. These apply across the board. Absolutely. There has been a lot of conversation just about uh, community, either local or global, and how to really hone in on that. And even more so how to truly make friends, like real friends, real relationships, and ones that will grow with you through the lifespan of your career. Um, I did a big post about it yesterday uh, in the Unraveled community, and I got a lot of messages a lot of positive feedback and a lot of people really wanting that. Um, so I think this is just such a great topic to touch on. I, the whole reason I came up with the idea of this particular episode is because I was on unraveled and I saw a lady post and she was like, how do I like genuinely make friendships in this? Right. Like, does that really happen? And I'm right. like, hundred percent. Like my, one of my best friends in the entire world is Sherry, who actually co-hosted the show one day. And yes. she's, she would hate if I said this, but she's almost fucking 50 years old. Like <laughs> we don't have that much in common, but all day, every day, like I'll call her up. We'll talk for 20 minutes. And then it's like, I got to go by. And we just hang up on each other. And it's like, <laughs> <I love that. laughs> our friendship that. is so interesting and it's funny, but it's like, she's really become like a person in my life who it's like, Oh, I have a problem. I'm going to call Sherry, you know? Nice. And it's, we started just as photographer, in the same community. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you guys a little story. Ace wasn't prepared for this, but I am going to say this. Uh-oh. Right? So, and this will tie into what he's about to tell you too. So this is important. And it's about, you know, being brave enough to actually take a step out of your door to go be a part of a community. Well, Ace, a few years ago, hosted a couple of shootouts that were free um, and they were fabulous. And I went to one of them um, and I had already, you know, kind of known who he was and I actually rented a chair two or 10 from him at one point when he was doing his prop rental. Um, but this was the first time I really connected with him as a photographer. Um, I learned a ton and immediately after that I went home and I was like, I need to have him as my mentor. He was just launching his mentorship program. Um, again, this was several years ago and I wanted booking him for a mentorship for the entire day. That day changed the complete trajectory of my photography career. And without that day, without the day of going to the shootout, not even the mentorship day, without the day of being like, cause I didn't want to really do it, to be honest with you. I'm a very much a wallflower when it comes to putting myself out there into the community by myself. If I'm teaching it, 
it's different to me. I own it. I, I have control over it. Um, I know who's coming. Uh, there's no surprises really, but if I'm going to it, I'm very different. I'm very quiet. I'm very much a wallflower. I stand in the back. It took a lot for me to step out the door and go to that. But if I hadn't have done that, I might never have met Ace and done a mentorship with him. And my life might be very different right now. So for that, the gratitude is incomprehensible. I, I, I don't even know how to explain it. So for those of you that are like me, that are like, maybe I'm not going to go today. That seems like a lot of putting myself out there. seems like it might be miserable. I might be awkward. Uh, what if they don't like me? What if I'm standing there all alone and kicking rocks around and no one's talking to me? I totally understand, but you still need to do it because you never know what's going to come out of that. I think it would be crazy if we had never met each other. It seems bizarre. like it's not possible. That's what I'm no. saying. Like it's not possible. And it all it took was just a tiny little bit of bravery to be able to actually go do that. And I still stood awkwardly in the background, but I did it. And then I connected with this person who has now changed my life, who I now get to do all this awesome shit with. Oh, right? You're very, you're so sweet. I love you. <laughs> Okay. Well, and I even think back to kickball, like mm -hmm. there were a few people there who I think were more wallflowers. And it's yeah. like, if I'm there, like, and this is the thing that I think people need to realize about me is I'm actually terrified of social events. Like <laughs> Co knows this, like when we teach a workshop, it's like, you better be fucking standing there when they walk in the door. Cause I don't want to be the first <laughs> one to say hi to them. I get so right. scared. And, but when I go to like, when we were at kickball, it's like, I'm scared. I'm nervous about meeting people, but I'm like, I'm not going to allow it to stop me. And I'm always going to do whatever I can to make someone feel comfortable and make right. sure that they can't be a wallflower. Like, right. you know, there's people out there who they don't, it might be your intention to go and just kind of be a wallflower, but there's people like me who don't want you to be that. Cause I'm like, I'm scared too. Right. So if you can show me that you're not scared, then I will be less scared. Exactly. No, it's so true. And it's so key. Oh my gosh. Do you remember our first workshop and day two, I had to go get more champagne for the mimosas. And you were oh God, like, yes. why are you leaving? <laughs> right before everybody came. Uh, and I was like, you're going to be fine, honey. I'll be right back. And you were like, okay. <laughs> and you were like, well, you can go get the champagne. I'm like, I don't know what champagne is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was like, I was like, you're going to be okay. Call me if you need me. I'll hurry. Oh my God. I'm like running through the grocery store. Like Ace needs me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's dig into our tips here. Okay. My very first tip, and this is a tip that it took me a long time to figure out is don't be an insecure little asshole. <laughs> For me, I spent so much of my time with photography and stuff, just being so insecure about myself and thinking, you know, what is this person going to think of me? They're going to think I'm some fraud. They're going to think like, mm -hmm. oh, he thinks he's so great or whatever. And I just, I spent so much time being insecure that I missed out on so many moments where I could have been connecting and making right. friends and don't let those insecurities hold you back. Right. Oh, I love that. Because no, we all true. have them. We all have so many insecurities. Yes, absolutely. It's human nature. It's okay. It, it, it's impossible for someone to be completely 100% secure in everything that they do and who they are and, and not need validation from their peers or loved ones in any capacity. It's not possible. It's a human experience. So it's normal to be insecure, but we're telling you to branch out. 
Do it. Do it. Okay, so my first tip for creating quality relationships in your industry is to be authentic and to not go out there being who you think people want to see, but being who you actually are. Because I promise you, the end result of that will be genuine and you will create more meaningful and impactful relationships if you are exactly who you are, period. Don't be a shapeshifter. Don't be a shapeshifter. Don't be a chameleon friend. Don't be. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. so much better than saying. <laughs> <laughs> I like yours though. But you don't have to be, you know, a certain way with one set of friends or a certain way with another set of friends or their their expectations of you are different because we belong to this entity or whatever it might be. Just be yourself. It, it will come through anyways. So be authentic straight out the gates. I think of it like a dating profile. And I always said, if ever I had to go on a dating profile, I'm not going to put on there that I like hiking, that I like <laughs> exercise because someday going to come and they're going to be like, Hey, let's go hiking. And I'm going to be like, yeah. <laughs> tell you if that's not true. Or they're going to be like, Hey, let's, let's join a gym together. I'm like, well, you know, for the past few months, I've actually just been going to Taco Bell. When you go to the gym. <laughs> so, so there's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see an ace fanning dating profile, what that would look like. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh, almost as bad as mine. Um, because I couldn't, I just couldn't do that. Oh. My next tip is don't be afraid to put your balls out there. This is a saying that I say a lot um, because it really is like, it's, it's, it literally takes just a few seconds of courage. And like, I get, we're talking about this. Like we're saying like, oh my God, you're about to go meet the love of your life or something. And it's like, mm-hmm. but to someone who has anxiety and someone who struggles with social situations, right. this is what it feels like. Absolutely. Um, we feel like we really have to just take that little bit of courage, mm-hmm. put yourself out there. Um, like Co said, go to the shootout. Go to the kickball game, go to whatever it is that you can and don't be afraid. Don't hold back. Don't get so stuck on your own self that like you're just sitting there pondering. And because I mean, we've all been in that situation where it's like we go to a new group of friends and everyone's talking and we're like, well, no one's talking to me. It's like, well, you know what? You're not fucking talking. Right. I always tell myself that like when I get nervous and I'm like, oh, no one's even talking to me. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? Like you're sitting here like you're pissed off at the world. Right, right. (laughs) Well, you have to think about it from someone else's perspective. Like they're just as nervous and awkward as you. I would say nine times out of 10, that's the reality. So if they're nervous and awkward and probably sweating a little bit, then it's okay that you are and you can initiate a conversation. I'm the most awkward. No, you are not. You're the most. <laughs> On the inside, I'm so awkward. My tits are always sweaty. Yeah, but you just sweat a lot anyways because you're always dancing. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, so my next tip is, um, and this is something that comes just from uh, the current political climate in our country, um, is knowing your core values and staying true to them while being respectful. Here's the deal. When you are in a creative community of any kind. It is going to be diverse in multiple aspects. And one of those is in core beliefs, um, ideologies, uh, political values, uh, et cetera. Know who you are, 
know what you believe in, stay true to those, but also be respectful of other people's viewpoints. This is something that, and I don't know, Ace doesn't really follow politics too much. So I don't know if he is going to be able to weigh in on yesterday's events too much, but it was pretty heated. And then all through, uh, you know, Facebook feeds and Instagram posts and stories and whatnot, there was a lot of opinions and uh, a lot of people either excited or upset over, you know, the outcomes. Um, and a lot of those people were in our community. And so it's a very interesting thing to watch. It's even a more interesting thing to kind of maneuver around, um, especially when it, again, is such a diverse community. And that's all like anything else, know who you are, stay true to that, but be respectful. And it's something that I've had to learn over the last few years. In my early years in college, I was a huge feminist. I still am a huge feminist, but you know, I put my pitchfork down a little bit and, but it is all about having, you know, a respectful outlook in relation to other people. Having a respectful, you know, I might not believe what you believe or do what you do at all. That's okay. We all have to coexist together, right? We can do that better if there's a mutual respect. And that's not saying everybody does that because that definitely doesn't happen, but we can start that. We can get better at it. We can improve upon it. Um, So if you're going to have really quality relationships in a creative industry, you're going to have friendships with people who don't have the same belief system as you and that's okay. Um, As long as they're not disrespecting you, they can still be a really awesome friend and good relationship. Well, I think about it and it's like, I think me and you, we kind of, I feel like we somewhat align on our political beliefs, but I do know for sure, like me and you have very, very different religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of one time that me and you have ever had any sort of remotely heated conversation about religion or anything like that. Like never. you you know my beliefs and I know your beliefs and it's like, we don't ever, we never are like, so why do you think that, you know, right. like, right. There's no need. And, and all, honestly, the respect factor, that's huge. There, there is, yeah. there's no need to even, we don't even, I don't even think we've ever had a real conversation except past the point that you're a Christian and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like literally no, like that's never really any need for it. And I still don't feel a need for it. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's fine. And actually I mentioned your insurance situation to somebody who was really interested in it the other day. And I was like, you got to check this out. Ace does the thing is through his church or church community um, for their health insurance. And she was so fascinated by that. So there, and then again, you go like the mutual respect, you know, this, there's so many different aspects to each other's lives and it's all fine. As long as I'm not disrespecting your core values, your basic human rights, and you're not doing the same to me, then we're good, you know? And so I think that that's so important because in any relationship, and they talk about this all the time, like, what are you not supposed to talk about at a family dinner, right? Politics and religion, and probably sex. Like, you know, if politics and religion get intertwined in there, you're always going to have a fight. I grew up like that with my family. We'd have a Thanksgiving dinner and everyone was fighting. And and there, and no one's changing anybody's minds, right? Because everybody is so entrenched in their own core values and that's fine, but there wasn't the respect aspect there. So it's interesting. It, it, there's so much room for debate on this and conversation about this. And I'm sure there'll be some people that agree with me and some people that don't. And that's totally fine. Um, but I think if there's more respect, then it'll be better relationships out there. Yeah. And so just fucking respect us and what we say. Got it. God damn it. <laughs> and then my final piece of advice that I would give to people is to just be cautious 
be aware of the boundaries of the friendship. And when I say this, I, I, I literally mean like, be aware of, you know, how much of your business that you're willing to talk about, how much of their business you want to hear about. Don't play the comparison game. Um, I found myself in this super hard position because of the fact that, you know, I do mentor people. And a lot of these friendships I have are people that I have mentored or who have gone to my workshops and stuff. And it's, you know, if they send me a picture and they say, Hey, what do you think about this? Well, then I'm going to be honest and I'm going to tell them exactly, you know, what I think of it because as a mentor, I feel like that's my responsibility. But as a friend, if they just send it to me and they're excited about it, I'm going to be just excited for them. You know, don't push too hard on somebody. If, that doesn't seem appropriate. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, that's such good advice. Oh my gosh, because you could really ruffle some feathers and cause some, you know, deep-seated resentment for your relationship. You don't want that. Um, I am going to piggyback off of your tip with another tip about boundaries, about knowing your own boundaries and setting them and making sure they're appropriate for friendships. What I mean by this, and there's so many different examples, um, and one of them is, you know, doing free work or trading work, um, different things that go into uh, the the aspect of your business, but also the aspect of your friendship and knowing what you're comfortable with doing, knowing what you're comfortable with sharing, having these inner boundaries that you know, you don't necessarily have to write down and say, this is what I'm comfortable with, with you. Um, but knowing what you are comfortable with and being really true to that. And that will really create a healthy dynamic for any creative relationship, especially locally. And you know what I just realized is, is that yeah. we're kind of teaching a, a couples retreat on this podcast interview. I don't know if you realize that, but all this stuff is like couples therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, setting your boundaries and being authentically you and we could we should go on the road we should talk to freaking but i i mean <laughs> i think too like me and you we've had to go through all these same things right. as a partner working relationship like we've had to have those conversations and it's it's a part of every friendship oh, and absolutely. and i think having this tie to the business maybe makes it a little bit more intense mm -hmm. but in life like this is this is everything. And so, you know, we're not, we're not shooting scientific research here. We're just telling <laughs> you it's common sense, but sometimes right. we just get so caught up in it that we can't see that. Right. Oh, absolutely. And at the end of the day, the best part of my creative journey and both professionally and personally has been the relationships that I have built with other creatives like Ace, like Sarah, who is my co-founder of my nonprofit and my co-founder of my entity that provides for my children. Like at the end of the day, without these relationships, I don't know that I would even be sitting here talking on a podcast at all. So you just never know what's going to come of these and it's worth it to put yourself out there and to really take a chance on, on community because it's the most powerful part, truly. It is. Don't be a little pussy. Get out there and <laughs> get out there and talk to somebody. Talk to them. <laughs> oh my God. So we're going to leave you guys with a challenge. It's our, it's honestly, I think the challenge is my favorite part of each episode. Cause I, I like when people share with us that they are doing these challenges and they're taking them serious. Right. Um, so my challenge for everyone this week is to reach out to a photographer near you and put your balls out there. Like, mm -hmm. Just be completely blatantly honest with someone that maybe you've kind of like, you know, maybe you've liked each other's pictures back and forth or whatever. And just say like, hey, you're in my area. 
I don't have a lot of friends who understand the things that I'm going through who are also in this creative industry. And I would love to go out with you sometime. We can get coffee. We can get lunch. We can, you know, we can yeah. do whatever. And it just, you know, and be completely yes. transparent about it. Yep. Yep. And, and the transparency is key because there will be people that, um, that might think you're trying to get something from them because that's always our fear. We're always wondering who's trying to get something from us, right? That's our in, intrinsic lizard brain quality of trying to protect us, um, protect ourselves. So just be like, look, I just want to grab a coffee and shoot the shit about work. Like that's all I'm looking to do. I'm not looking to have a free mentorship. I'm not looking to get anything for free or to give anything to you or blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, just want to connect with someone who understands it. Um, and it, it's going to be a challenge, which is why it's in the challenge time, but try it. I promise you, like, I can't even stress this enough. Take the, take the leap and walk out your front door or make that message, send a text, whatever it might be to connect with somebody and it might change your life. My... If you're in Phoenix, you can send it to me because I don't have a lot of friends either. <laughs> you are so full of shit. <laughs> you do because you, you put your balls out there. That's right. It's true. You put them all over town. <laughs> I'm very slutty with my balls. You're very slutty, but they're nice balls. That's true. Uh, <laughs> okay, so my challenge, and this is also putting yourself out there, so you have two pretty decent challenges this week, you guys, is to photograph a stranger. Um, <laughs> yep, it's really hard. And there have been times when I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to photograph that person. I should ask. I should ask. I should ask. Moments passed. And I missed my opportunity, but I have done this before about five or six times. I've done this as a challenge from other groups. And I promise you, it is really, really amazing when you do it. So if you see a cute couple, if you see a, be a beautiful girl, if you see someone who's really fascinating you, um, ask them to be like, I'm going to take your picture. If you're cool with that, here's my business name. I'll send you the, the image, you know, to your email or whatever. You could have a free picture, but I would just love to photograph you. Would that be all right? Um, and I promise you, you'd be really surprised about what you get. Ooh, that's a tough one. Ugh, really that one good. makes my butt sweaty. <laughs> For sure. Butt crack sweat all the way up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm glad that we're back this week. I yeah. hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm glad that Ko and I are friends. Me too. I'm glad that we have a quality relationship in our industry. We really do. We actually really do. Like, I know we're not bullshitting, you guys. We have a really good relationship. And it's so important to have someone who is exactly themselves so that you can be exactly yourself you call each other on shit, you have a good time, you cry together, you laugh together, you enjoy this ride together. And it's, it's, it's irreplaceable. And I'm going to add one last thing about the friendships within this industry is also know that like, it doesn't have to be a absolute best friend every single day situation. Right. right. Like Co and I, we do not talk every single day, but we can pick up from any single point at yes. any time ever. Like, you know, like I, my example that I used earlier was Sherry, who I call multiple times a day for 30 minutes and we hang up on each other, but like friendships can be completely different. And like, right. we don't have to talk every single day, but like, as soon as it's like, Hey, this is what's going on. It's like, boom, I'm here. What's going on? Like, talk to me. Like, you mm -hmm. know, that that's, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be an every single day type of situation. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so grateful for you. And I'm grateful for all of you guys. Thank you for listening in. We just love you all. We love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. As always, you can send your questions to lunchtimeaceandco at gmail.com. And we wouldn't mind if you guys wanted to give us a little review and subscribe to the podcast. But if not, it's cool. We still love you either way. We'll see you guys next week.